Me and these gentlemen are doing Tea With Me live in London. Willie, when is it? 26th of May. Kerry, where is it? Islington Town Hall. No, Islington Assembly Islington Hall. Assembly Hall. Again, 26th again, of May. Do it again, do it again. He's pushed for time, do it again. Guys, we are doing a live Tea With Me in London. 26th of May. No, 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 oh my God, I'm gonna murder twos. Sorry again. Guys, we are doing a live Tea With Me in Belfast on World <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what time do you honestly watch your heart? Twelve. No, I'm late. I'm currently sorry, late. Sorry. Guys, we're doing a live tea with me. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it. Right. I'll get I'm it. Okay. Okay. I'll get it. Guys, we're doing a live tea with me in London. <laughs> what are you mean? The 26th of May, Islington Assembly. Islington Town Hall. Islington Assembly Hall. No, Islington Town Hall. Islington Town Hall. Okay, here we go. Assembly rooms? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Assembly rooms? No. Assembly Hall. Assembly Hall. I need to leave. Like, I am now leaving. Okay, let's go. Don't need to go all Brexit on us. Guys, we're alive. Be with me in London. Whoa. Well, when is it? It's 26th of May, Sheen. Kieran, where is it? Islington Town Hall assembly and Assembly Hall. Assembly Hall. Here we go. Guys, we're doing a live team. I'm out. Me. <laughs> we'll get it, we'll get it. We'll go. Guys, we're doing Okay, okay. Guys, we're doing a live team with me in London. Willie, when is it? 26th of May. Kieran, where is it? Islington Assembly Hall. Oh, no. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. These are wee I'm literally here. Sorry, I know. I just didn't read the death line. I don't even have time to connect this. I'm just going to And I can't use my pop. I'm just going to have to go on. I'll be back, bud. I'm going to use the information. Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Before we get into this episode got to get through a few sponsor messages new sponsor alert and dan right or wrong you just told me this was written on ai this copy yeah we gave it the bullet points and it came up with are you being serious script. yeah whoa are you tired of paying high energy bills every month do you want to save money and find the best energy deals available in northern ireland look no further than part of switch uk as the only energy comparison website in northern ireland Part of Switch helps visitors to compare energy deals and switch to a new supplier with ease. Because it's normally difficult, is it, Dan? Not with Part of Switch UK, be. is that right? Customers who switch with Part of Switch <laughs> over the past 12 months saved an average of £281 a year on their electricity bills. That's a, that's a lot of money that could be better spent on other things. Hey, AI, you're right. You are right. But how does Part of Switch work? It's simple. First, visit the website, enter your postcode and current supplier details, then browse energy deals available and compare them to your current plan. Once you find a deal that suits your needs, sign up and Part of Switch will take care of the rest, including informing your old supplier that you're switching. And can I just say, I would love that job. Hello, is that uh, British Gas? Just to let you know, they're moving. They're moving. Oh, I'm so sorry to tell you. Uh, why should you bother switching? Not only can you save money, but you can also benefit from better customer service. Plus, with so many energy, <laughs> with so many energy deals available, 
Now, you may be thinking that switching energy suppliers is a hassle, although it's not worth your time, but the truth is, it's never been easier to switch energy suppliers in Northern Ireland, and by doing so, you can save hundreds of pounds a year. Still not convinced. Uh, I did it and found I could save £150 on my energy bills. What are you waiting for? Head to partofswitch.co.uk today and start saving on your energy bills. With Part of Switch, it's never been easier to find the best energy deals in Northern Ireland. Dan, I don't have the energy to read anymore. Okay, just your manscape from then. All right. Hi, Kieran. Hi. We are sponsored also by Manscaped, the number one in men's below the belt room. And Kieran Bartlett is not on the episode, but he's just walked into this room. He's taking his trousers and pants down all the way down to his ankles like he's doing a P1 piss. And Jesus Christ, I can see myself in that in, in his balls. Look at that, Kieran. Can we see the back too? Chicken and curlies, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like will it bad will it not there's no more chickens left Karen, that, that looks really smooth is that with Manscaped you've done that yeah, yeah. Lawnmower 4.0 the Lawnmower 4.0 and William was driving it um, they've got all the best products ball cleanser ball deodorant ball wipes the the platinum package all this kind of stuff go check it out especially coming into the summer manscaped.com use code tea with me for 20% off and free shipping I, I, let's get into this episode there's a lot of men in this room yeah, there's, there's a lot would, of men this, in this, this room. wouldn't get made on BBC One. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new one show. Right now, uh, this might be the new one show. My guests are Paddy McDonnell and John Zoo. And there's a lot of guys behind the camera too. There's good energy in here, lads. Yeah. There's a good energy here. Uh, we're having a good time. Can I just say, it looks like you two are making a political statement the way you're dressed. And it's well, beautiful you are insulting bottoms too. It's 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 It's... I'm starting to see it creeping in. Like, There's something really cross Ireland's community about in. this. I can see it happening. <laughs> it's, it's creeping in the every, everyday life now. <laughs> Willie turned up in yellow and I had bright green and we were on stage and we were like a fucking massive tricolor. <laughs> so we're... Kieran, you could get your balls out again and flash them in the middle or that could be the white. That could be the neutral. Kieran's white balls. Kieran's white balls. You don't want green, pink and orange. <laughs> that would be a great new flag for New Ireland, wouldn't it? Is it triangle or is it just Kieran Bartlett's balls in the middle of it? Ah, <laughs> oh, this is fun. Um, right, there's lo- I want to talk to you about loads of stuff. You're about to go to Ibiza. Yeah. Are you, are you just always in Spain? No, no. I thought you just you're talking to him. I'm talking to him. I used to be when I done fairgrounds, but I don't do them anymore. So <laughs> I went to Ibiza a few times, but only for a few days. Yeah, it's not for me. I don't know whether I, I've never been to Ibiza, and I don't know whether I missed out on. You know, it's beautiful. Like it's geographically, it's stunning. But see all that club culture and no, all—it's mental. What age did you first go to Ibiza? No, I was. It was only a couple of years ago I went. I'd lived in Spain for about three, three and a half years before I went there before. Are you fluent in Spanish? No. <laughs> <laughs> My brother is. He just learnt it. He right. just learnt it. Like, um, he didn't, like, learn it, you know, academically or nothing. He just picked it up on the street. Like, but I, I can speak about ten words, you know. You're, you're, you're about to tell me you speak Spanish. You don't. Cinco peso grande peluche. Yeah. Pardon? Exactly. What does that mean? Suave aquí. Means five dollars for a big prize. Hit here. Did you? You didn't work in a f- fur. I did in Spain. In America. <laughs> so are you speaking Spanish? There's a lot of people speaking Spanish. <laughs> and you? There. And if I walked past, you would have said what? Hey, cinco peso grande peluche. <laughs> <laughs> and could you speak any more than that? No. Suave aquí, easy here. 
So you showed him where to hit the rim. Right. The win. Well, you could have been a prostitute too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that her. Could have done her. I no, I I've been to somewhere I've never been, but people go the island's beautiful, but the strip or whatever is mental. I've been to it before. I'm going back again. I'm doing it now before I get too old. No, <laughs> I don't want to look like Wayne Lineker when I'm married. You know what I mean? Paddy's going with only eighteen-year-old boys. <laughs> no, you have to. Do you know about his tattoo? No. Oh, I did hear something Buzz Lightyear told me you and um and William. <laughs> yes, Jesus that sounds bad, though, but there. He said there's kind of a tattoo thing. I'm moody not about the market. But listen, is it a, is it a real tattoo? No. Which the, one? Back, the background of this is him and William got tattoos for the for the podcast, but the idea was mystery tattoos. Yes. He picked his. He picked his. You had no idea what you were because people were going. They've worked it out beforehand. The only rule was no sectarianism. No sectarianism. If that hadn't have been the rule, what would you have done on him? I don't think I would have done that, though. I don't think that would have annoyed Willie that much. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It would have been shit if he had to get something IRA or a fucking Ireland badge or something like that on him. But <laughs> I think there could have been a hell of a lot more that I could have done to annoy him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I tried that when I was doing it. I was like, I will try and have something that looks like a cartoon. Yeah. It was trying to be funny, and you can sort of have a like, oh, yes, he got that because this, 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 this. Right? Tell, tell him what you got that boy permanently tattooed in his body. So I, I got. <laughs> well, he doesn't like potatoes. <laughs> right? They make him sick. He doesn't eat them, right? So do you want to just show him? <laughs> this is why I got it. This is why I got what he got. But it, he, on his calf. So he got uh, a potato in a wheelchair. And it says, William's disabled. I can count two potato. Two potato is the quote for it. I can what? Count two potato. William's cerebral palsy dub. Oh, that's actually alright. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you see that from a distance. But I think when you see it from a distance, it has that character to it. It's a cartoon. It's a fun design. Yes, yes. You know, whereas he just got me the disabled bots, see? No, he didn't. Oh, my God, he is. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> like, it's little. Everywhere I go, I see that. User bastard. He didn't do nothing. Did you yeah, have laugh? no, I'm, laughing. I'm laughing for this reason. <laughs> but right. everybody laughed. My kids laughed. My wife laughed. Nah. Everyone has laughed at that. Right. Because Will- William has cerebral palsy, right? Yeah. He's absolutely disabled. Paddy constantly gives him shit <laughs> about being for being disabled. disabled. So he William turned 100%. the joke, turned the joke, yeah. and did that. And you say, "Well, that would always be a reminder of you." Every time he thinks of me, or every time he sees that, he'll think of me. Yeah, I, like I now have to walk about a pizza with a massive limp. Yeah, no, but I like it. I don't like it. it reminds I'm gonna walk about like that. So nobody asks me any questions. That's solely why I'm doing it because people's gonna go, "Why?" There's no cartoon. There's no. I know, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? So, so people's going to go... But they might just think, ah, oh, he's got family who's disabled or something, you know, and he's, he's paying homage to them, They're you just going to look at me and go, he's a spastic. That's what they're going to say. No, but that's they could, you could say, that's my they're sister gonna say or something they're you're gonna, talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, 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 be laughing, you know. Do you know what I mean? So my dad had a, a grenade tattooed on his... <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and then um, he got his leg amputated... Right, 
and all that was left was like the end of the grenade, so it looked like the grenade went off. You with me? And then this is before God. I'll show you it, and you know what he done? He got a tattoo on his stump, saying, "I'm stumped." He <laughs> then there goes the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Got his leg amputated and on the stump. Got yes. I'm stumped on like the bottom of yes, like the on the actual stump. Everybody wants stumped. me to get a nail tattooed on that or Did you lose your finger? How'd you lose your finger? Got a bit off. Bit off? Uh-huh. By hi. Was doing the door. And it was bit off by a fellow? Bit off by a school teacher. A school teacher? I know. My goodness. He took me to court. Did he? Yes, he's got Paddy's finger tasted stinking. <laughs> you got <laughs> Did he actually try to take it to court? <coughs> no, I took him. Well, I didn't. It was the peelers took him to court, but he got off with it. He got off with it, eh? When you said your dad got a grenade, I thought genuine. I thought he was like a Bruno Mars fan. No. <laughs> I only know the history of his dad because of his songs. So that's yes. why I laugh when he says he got a grenade on it. Because there's loads of, like, ex-paramilitaries I know and have, like, guns and stuff. But there's this one and he's called Trigger. And I always thought he was called Trigger. Because... <laughs> He liked only fools and horses because he sort of looked like your man. Yeah. He was tall and stuff. <laughs> but then that could have been why he got called a tattoo. No, but that's what I thought. But then somebody says, "No, when jail, when they were giving them the tattoo, they run out of the ink. So the gun that they tattooed on his arm and Indian ink didn't have a trigger. And he constantly was like, "When am I getting my fucking trigger?" And they were like, "We don't have any ink." And they just left it for like seven years. He's in jail, so he's called trigger. But I always thought it was that. Yeah. But then one day I seen the tattoo with a trigger, and he just says, "Don't even fucking say anything." <laughs> so when you say a grenade, I just went, "Fuck me." Have you tattoos? Me, I've, I'm covered Loads. in tattoos. Covered what was your first it. tattoo? First one was a wee shamrock when I was like eighteen, and then I've got like got covered in them. The last one I got there was Popeye. Got Popeye, the last one before it was an Ireland badge. There you go. And the last one before that was like Genghis Khan, loads of them. You know, got a big turtle on my leg. <laughs> what what said you off? for Genghis Khan? Yeah, there was a theme emerging. <laughs> yeah, there was. Shabba there was a theme. <laughs> Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, why Genghis Khan? He was like a Chinese guy? No, he was Mongolian. Right. Mongolian. He actually took over China. Took over the world, that boy. Yeah, but I, I think he's, um, <laughs> I think he's very demonised in history. No, they do the demonise him because of what he done, and because he was a an Asian man that was able to conquer the world. Right. Yeah. But like, it, it, but a lot of people underestimate. See Mongolians. Jackie right? Chan did it. Like see <laughs> Mongolians. <laughs> like see boys that come from them countries that fight in UFC and all. They're fucking animals. Like right. they're proper. So everybody There's needs only been to be one powerful. Chinese champion, and that was um, Wei Ling. She was a girl. She was right. like a wee Mulan character. But she was animalistic, but that's yeah. the only Chinese champion there's ever been. But why the Genghis Khan tattoo? You just like the history? No, yeah, well, I studied Genghis Khan, like, and I liked him. What I loved about Genghis was um, he wasn't a dictator of sorts. He didn't try and enforce a religion upon anyone or anything. And um, he realised that the Chinese were, um, were like, for thousands of years, they were, like, paying off the tribes of Mongolia to war against each other. So he united all the tribes, the warring tribes of Mongolia together, and they destroyed China then, you know? And um, after he destroyed China, they went into like, the Hashishan temple and then destroyed them. And he said he didn't believe in cities. He said cities weren't fortresses, they were like prisons. And that's what he'd done. He would just go and camp outside a prison and cut off all their supplies. And 
who had to turn into like a living hell, you know, in the city. So um, I like Genghis, you know, and I think... When was is he, like, olden times? Yeah, out of the 1200s. Right. So you basically seeds them until they started eating each other? Yes, that's correct. Turned <coughs> it into, like, a living hell, you know? But um, he didn't believe in, like, borders. Right. Or lands or, you know, individual countries and saying, I'm the king of this country and up until this river, then it's your land and you're the king of that land. He just said, nah, he just flattened everywhere and said humans aren't supposed to live in cities that's it's not how humans are supposed to live they're supposed to live on the land like um what's well, so like cities for trading think government things like that but people should live there probably noticing that they were controlling back then he was ahead of his time in a yeah. sense wasn't he? but he's also what he said was is um it's like a nomad lifestyle so they were saying you don't own any land if you think you own land you're you're deceived because if you want to like build upon a piece of land and say this is my land and you waste your whole life, your limited years, sat on that piece of land and then you die, you know, it's not your land then, is it? What happens is, is you find that the land, is, you're actually the lands, the yeah. land owned you. Right. Because you wasted your whole life just sat on that land, but it's there long after you, you're here. Do you know what I'm saying? So Genghis, he would like, they would set up he was actually called Temujin, but they would set up on like a tent and then when the grass all died around, they'd pack up and move and the grass would replenish. Are you with me? So they would just live off the land like that. And um, the thought of like, you know, turning the grass into concrete mm -hmm. and building big walls and saying this is my, you know, fortress, it's all. He didn't agree with any of that and I liked that concept. You, you liked that? them with the grass element then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you say the Hashish temple? Yeah, yeah, they were, God, that was the original Hashi the Hashishans, yeah. the assassins. The assassins, um, the, the term assassin that was, um, they were like a, a Muslim cult who lived out in the, in the, in the temple, in the, in the cult, in like a big massive mountain fortress and um, the, for years they would like, they would like raise up kids and then send them out as assassins. Were they smoke? Was that where and they would from? smoke them with hash? Yeah, they would. Um, so they're like, assassins, but they might take they'd take their time getting there. Like yeah, but Genghis you know destroyed I mean? them all. He would did to the temple, destroyed the whole temple as well. Well, if he took, if he cut off their food, being a nightmare. There's an amazing set of books by Con Egulden called the Conqueror series, right. and that's all about Genghis Khan. I would advise everybody to read it. Paddy, yeah. who's your favorite history guy? Um, <clears throat> like uh, you know, like someone from olden times. I'm trying to think, Abe Lincoln was good. Why did you like him? I just thought that he had the right thoughts, and he just put people like he, he was trying to abolish slavery, which is obviously a terrible thing. You have fake teeth, is that right? You had wooden did teeth. He? he had wooden teeth. No, I don't so it might really have been somebody else. George Washington had, had wooden teeth. You mentioned people eating each other. If you were to eat someone, were and you, ha I mean, you had to, right? So say, say we were, say there was a, say this whole building, there was a wall, it got boarded up, and basically we we weren't, we weren't getting out of here. I'm gonna guess between three of us, I might be. I'm just going to pick a pump. I might be the first one to get eaten. Why? Yes. But there's not a lot on you. I'd I say know, one of the big a, fellas. But, but Kieran's going to last a wee bit longer so I can get him at listen, before he fades away. If we got one of the big lads, we'd all be feasting for a while. You with me? But yeah. if so we get you, then we'd have to eat another It's going to be a Royal Rumble fellas. between I'd, me, John, and fucking Kieran here. I'd be more of a side. What I would I'd do be is, a side order. What I would like do a wee is, dolphin, what? You're like a corn on the cob and Nando. Yes. 
By the way, I was told on Friday that your card was cancelled and you had to pay for your thing. Huh? Yeah, your black card was cancelled. There's no such thing. No? No? No. So the manager in the Odyssey was telling lies? Must have been. They don't exist. Well, I think Ed Sheeran has one. But that might be it. She says Shane Todd's black card cancelled or didn't work and he had to pay for it. That's what she says. That was her exact. And I didn't. Do you believe that? I didn't even know if they're haters, black card. I don't believe that any of it. I didn't. They just talk shit about your brother Jealous. I know. Is that at the Odyssey? The yeah. Odyssey, yeah. Stinkers. Fuck them. Do you We're know, going in do after you this. Not go in now? Do you huh? not go into the one in the Odyssey? I don't anymore after this. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> what that's what they said in Freddy, genuinely. See if I did have a card and it expired. See the way you got angry for me there? I w- I go with him. Yeah. And I'd say, ask him if I can have a new card. Because they tell yeah. you what they give me, a new card. But if you came with me, they would give you for nothing because they give me for nothing. Pardon? Exactly. They give me the meal for nothing. That's what I'm saying. So you'd be better going with me. What you is go with him. And I don't know the black card. I only knew about it in Friday. And what do you do? Do you get stuff for free on the black Apparently, they could get a black card. It means you can eat an Ellie Nando's for nothing. Ah, it's a Nando's black card. Yeah. If you could have a, co- a magic card for anywhere, food place. Because you, you like turn around, sampling different grub in different places. Yeah. Karen's away. I have to leave, lads. All right, mate. Have a good one. God bless, bro. See you later. Good to see the clean balls. <laughs> but you pull the trousers up now, Karen, if you want. <laughs> Togo boogie, mate. Take it easy. Togo boogie. That's exactly what he just he, he translated that there. Any place, but it has to be like a chain. You know what I mean? It has to be like a chain of places. I like, do you know what I loved? Barbecue when it was in Belfast. Unbelievable. Barbecue food. Remember when like man versus food was really popular on TV and it was that like brisket, ribs, things like that. I loved that. Lunds. You want a black card for Lunds? Yeah. What's Lunds? Jewelers. He, wants to get, he just wants oh, to get jeweled up. If you had that, you'd wear way too much jewelry. No, but you said a food place. I'm trying to think of a, a nice food. food place that I could just go in and get free food all the time. Marks and Spencer. I was thinking somewhere like that. Oh. Marks Genuinely not what I expected. Marks that, that's is a good. I was at Marks and Spencer's yesterday and a fella came up to me and went, here, it's good to see that you're you're able to afford in here now. And I went, only on a Sunday. <laughs> I, I, get, I get the Sunday roast stuff in here. Here's me. Well, you're you're obviously doing all right. If you're, he says, listen, I sell gear. I have to get rid of cash. I just walked away from me and Marks and Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I was just standing at the tell here if he's going to catch me and go, <laughs> I love it, the ganger here. We need to get rid of some of this money, boy. So I was siphoning it off. Marks Go get, get a thir- two for one Thursday, offer. Thursday two for one. Yeah. <laughs> we battle a chamber. I used to be addicted to Percy Pigs. I had a problem. Like. Yeah, I like the Percy's, but they changed the, um, the ingredient. The ingredients. They're vegan. Now they're, the only flavour that's nice is the party mix. Right, you have to get the multicolored party mix. Yeah, but you didn't expect John to know too much about Mars and Spencer's, didn't you? Not, not Percy Pigs. No, because no, the I when I get Genghis flying. Khan loved them. I <laughs> <laughs> the real pigs. He didn't believe in cities, but he believed he in Percy Pigs. Like he just was a nomad. He was like, "Where's the next nearest Mars?" Mars. He's like, "Even though E1 will do, it doesn't yeah. have to be a big one. Does clues and all." He says, "Just." I don't know that much about history, but there's a guy from I think the. Mali Empire, and he was called something Musa or something. This is the only go-to history guy I know. Mensa Musa or something like that, and he was a king. And he, Dan, maybe you could check this out a little bit for me. He went on a Mali was like the biggest empire in the world at the time, and he went on a pilgrimage. He was going to Mecca, and on his way there, 
he brought something like 10,000 camels, all with gold on the back. That's how they were such a big empire, because of gold. And he got all these camels with gold, and he was just... just a, so people knew who he was. He was going through all these different countries, and he was handing gold to the people on the street, saying, this is who I am, have some gold, basically. And he thought this was the best thing ever. By the time it took him to get to Mecca, on his way back, he went through... He bankrupted with inflation every country he went through because the people had so much gold so money became pretty worthless so he thought he was the man on the way there and then on his way back he's like ah oh, no he just fucked it and everywhere he was Egypt loads of different places so he tried to, and it just made me think you can't do right for doing what, wrong what country was he from? Mali you know in Africa? yep yep they were golded up I listened to a podcast called The Ancient Civilizations. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. The fall of civilizations. Like they, they reckon there was these unbelievable places in the Amazon. Lost cities. And they reckon that the Spanish brought a flu and wiped them out. Yeah. Like wiped them out with sickness. Yep. Well, that's why there's a place, that island, that's still something well, island. I was thinking of Senatal. Yep. Senatal Island. They, they, they will kill you if you come on the beach. Yep. I think it was in 1879 was the last person tried to get on. It was an American. Yes. Tried to preach God and they killed him. Yes. On the beach and then Adam. Yeah. Now, that's mad that there is a place that... Because nowadays, obviously, they're like, oh, they need, they need to know what the modern world is, but they definitely are not interested. And there's those, those pictures of, like, I think they flew a helicopter to try and get footage yeah. of it, and they're shooting the, the arrows up to it. That's class, that there is still a place. A big egg totally if they get in and... Like they literally had Apple Max and all. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there was somebody was delivering Amazon to the other side of the island that nobody knew. I think they don't want like they don't want the modern world to an extent. But I think if the th I always think I'm good at talking to people. And I think if the three of us showed up and they gave us five minutes, I think we could get a bit of a chat going with them. I think if John was able to get them a smoke first. Yes. Yeah. If John would they be smoking? Would they be smoking something? Do you think? Like Probably a plant? No. Did you ever see that um, that film that the gods must be laughing at us? No. It's a cracker. It's an old one, but it's about um, one of them tribes that has never seen like modern society. But a plane drives by, and the pilot—it's only a wee small plane. The pilot's driving. And he drinks a bottle of coke, and he throws the bottle out the window, and the bottle of coke lands in the. You know, with the tribe, and the tribe think it's a gift from the gods. You with me? Have you not seen it? No. no. And they're all looking at this bottle of Coke then, you with me? And they're all like, whoa, it's from God. No. And then they learn it's like a musical instrument, and then it's like a tool, and you know, they can, like, you know, fill it up with water and all. And, like, there are all, th all the different things <laughs> they can do with it. But then it starts to breed jealousy in the tribe. And one of the tribes says, let me have it, now it's mine. And they try to gain possession of it, because before then there was no possession. Presence. Because everyone yeah, shared yeah. everything. You with me? But now, because there's only one bottle. Product placement? Yeah, product. Coke, right? yeah, if you've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. it, it's genius. No. Like, you need to watch the film. The gods must be laughing at us. Crazy. It's intense. Like. I like documentaries that explore places like that, but I, I, I wouldn't like to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like other oh, people to go and tell me about yeah, it. Of course, yeah. Did you see that ancient apocalypse? No. I've On Netflix? Sick shit. Yeah. They find like these mad gaffs and all were like <laughs> like out in the middle of like uh, mountain tops yeah. and they think it's like it, it predates even anything. And, yeah, they found this temple. Yeah. And basically it predates 
the the record books. Yeah. So yeah. what they're saying is history is like this temple and the, how they built it and they built it for sort of like the times of year for the light and stuff like that. Well, they'll have one here, Newgrange, but there's huh? lots of things. In Newgrange, there's a temple where... Where's that? Navin, County Navin. Right. Where the light can get into this entire building at one time of the year. And it's the Aquanac, so when that gets there, it shines. The light's able to get right in to the middle of this, and it shouldn't. Like, it's, it's, they're saying it's physically impossible. We couldn't have built anything even now. Yeah. Back in the day, how they built this. This thing predates the, the pyramids. Can you get into it? Yeah, yeah, it's a tourist attraction. See, I, I like, I'm obsessed <laughs> with getting into it. There's tunnels under Belfast, and that's only the ones they're telling you about. There's a river under Belfast called the Fawcett. The Fawcett? Yep. At the and the, no, there's a faucet too. A faucet. You think river? the faucet's good? The faucet. Belfastia is named after the faucet river. It's the mouth of the river. That's what it means. I know, but there's another one too. Right. But there isn't. But I just said it wrong. But there's tunnels. That river is under Belfast. Well, the and there's tunnels and you could city hall for what the war or something. No, the, the see the see the the leading up to the Odyssey. See the side of the Odyssey. You, you're driving over the bridge and you see that it's like a tunnel. Of water, that was hand dug. See the Alice Island, that was hand dug. Like yeah. that was made, and they used to have a big thing called the Crystal Palace in the middle of it. Did you know it? No. It was like a big greenhouse owned by the Queen, like uh, And then you could go onto that island, and that was a big greenhouse and stuff. It's the same and with the motorway, isn't it? That was all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all underwater. But would you like to get in the top? I I want to get access to Think tunnels. Think it into Top Gear. They drove in it. Being serious, hundred percent. Top Gear got cars and done. Like the same as the Italian job, in I think they were using Reynolds. I think they were a hundred percent happened. I can see the three of us in a Cleo. You would want to go into the tunnel. Yeah, I'm not in the tunnel. I want tunnel. Someone told me there's tunnels under Antrim Castle. I want in there. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want it to be all dark. And if there's a rat or anything, I'm out. When we were kids. When we were kids, there was what tunnels? Tunnel and course. No, I don't want a tunnel. I don't want to like. You know, be like, you know, the guys with GoPro on their head. Cave. Yeah. I don't want to cave. I just want to be able to walk into a tunnel and go, There's one I underneath the, the Crumlin Road that goes over to the courthouse. Yes, I've been in that. And but I want more like... There was one used to go underneath the bakery, out the back of our houses, and it came out. So you could go under, and only halfway up you could stand up. But apart from that, you had to be crawling. You know, like... And anyone could go on it. It was just land open, and it was like a river, and then the river. You don't like you don't like it. It's too close to hell for me, bro. It's tunnels. Yeah, it's creepy, and imagine like I don't know. It's like you know you're locked in, like you know what I mean. You could keep going, get stuck or something. You know what I mean. But I'm talking about big open tunnels. Yeah, at the start it's 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 a wee bit narrow, and then you go. But castles and all would have tunnels traditionally anyway. Yes, I I don't want the public. I don't want you know the I've done the Crum Crum and Rogie one. I want someone to go. Yeah, an unexplored tunnel. Yeah. No, I want most, it to be explored because castles don't want to and die. big houses yeah. in England at the time. The whole parliamentarian thing was going on, and the Catholic and the Protestant thing, and they were changing over. They would hide priests and stuff because there were some big families were just like we're staying Catholic. Yeah. So there'd be a priest hole and a priest tunnel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it goes deeper than that. Oh, yeah. So I said that there was yeah. in the seventies. Um, they had uncovered like there was secret tunnels down from nunneries and um, monasteries, and then uh, and uh, they all met in the middle. There was like a baby graveyard in there because these nuns and priests would have like mass orgies. Then the Jesus. nuns would go into like a nine-month silence retreat, but really they're 
they're pregnant. They're not then, the tunnels I want to go, go to. And and no. sacrifice the babies and all you with me, bro? That's I mean, I want to go to tunnels where they transported chocolate or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? What like about the one where they got out of the maze? Huh? Yeah. That's Is that still there? The Great Escape. Yeah, that would be some sex shit. But again, it would be we scary. Like, it. I've seen something on TikTok. It would just be us escaping the Balmoral show. Did you see that thing? <laughs> Have you seen that video that went viral of them all like getting this um, pipe? And the mall, all the men cracking the pipe open, and they crack it open, and there's a man in the pipe. He gets pulled out of the pipe. Know. It's like a viral video Fuck I've seen. In the maze? Not in the maze. I don't know where it was, but it's like I've oh, seen it on one of them real things. We've well, seen the wee that's... baby in, in China in the, in the sewer pipe, and they got it, it open in the house to get it out. There's no way in China, there's fucking like they're not allowed to have no more than one baby or something like that because yeah. of the population. So people are flushing babies down the toilet when they have them, do you know? And they heard this noise and then they got the baby out. Like, it was amazing to see that the wee baby was still alive. I'm interested in three of us at the... At the, at the Balmoral Bal- show. We started the Balmoral show and we've got five hours to get, to get the city Belfast city centre below ground. Yeah, it'd be too fucked up for me. I couldn't yeah, handle no, it. No, that's a wrong attitude. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. We can do it. Nuts. My dad would, like, done, like, um, you know, like, all that, uh, you know, in the... Escape in the maze? But he's seen him, like, you know, doing all the, like, going, exploring the... The caves and all you with me, but where? Um, I can't remember now where it was. Loads of places. Like, remember he took us camping up at Cave Hill, and all where Well, we that's the donkey's. The donkey's arse is on Cave Hill. Is at the side of the cave. So if you look at it, there's a donkey's arse at the side of it. Right. And they call it the donkey's arse, and when it gets wet, like you'll just slay down that. So we used to go up there. You went down the donkey's arse and then into the cave when it was raining. Now see the cave. There is there one or two caves in Cave Hill. I've only ever been in one, so I couldn't tell if there's two. No. The, you could you can climb up to that. Oh, of course, yeah. Must have been mad shit in there over the years. Yeah, you're probably part of it. No, <laughs> no. We literally only went up on a Sunday day. Like my right. mate's dad, he was like ex-military, and he used to take us up, and he used to go right. Just go through the trees. I'd take the path, and meet us at the top. Right. And he used to give us like three custard creams and a wee flask of tea. And we were only like <laughs> nine and ten, but you had to get your way through the trees up to the top of the mountain, and it was an old yeah. hike, like. And then you got to the top, and if it was a rainy day, you could slide down that. And then we sat in the in the thing and had our custard creams. That was your reward at the end of it. Custard creams hard to whack. And a cup of tea, best basket. But I, I like a firm custard cream. Do you know what I mean? Like it's ones that it's too easy to take part of it off. Exactly. Yes, you want them. Glued I want together. to stay together. Oh, well, you want them to be a wee. And bit. what was a strawberry? Uh, Custard cream, but it was like strawberry pink. cream. Oh yes! Do you know it was unreal? My granny used to get. I think they were Tesco brand. It was like a medley of biscuits, but we're talking the staples: custard cream, a nice biscuit. I get them all the time. We a wee shortbread, and they're all they're different colours. The it's variety. got the malted milks, the shortbreads, yep. the bourbon chocolate bourbons. We still get them now. One pound fifty they are. Oh, yeah, one pound fifty for John Caesar Tesco. Man. I can get you cheap electric, I can get you a magnifier meter, he can get you a <laughs> <Bourbon> cream. <laughs> That's what we transport through the tunnels. Magnets and bourbons. The the first ones they always go are the, the custard creams. Like, oh, of course. And then the chocolate bourbons. But custard creams have stood the test of time. Like, yeah. Those boys in the Amazon I are got probably three stu- packets for my birthday. Yeah, I can Did eat you? a pack instantly. Like. What did you get for your birthday? Three packets of custard cream. <laughs> <laughs> you got a cake. So Paddy did the SSE on Friday night right. and he got a cake on stage. It was yeah. his actual birthday. Cake right. was amazing. Wow. Was it good? Yeah, it was, real, it, nah, it was good, but it, 
was really skinny person on it. Right. Didn't look like me. What was That's it like? Nice. A edible cake. Yeah, right. but not your type of animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's just say we weren't listening to Bob Marley after we had it. Do you know what I mean? But it was, um, yeah, it was just a cake. It was made for me. It was a stand-up. It was a girl from Ballandari made it. It was fantastic. Best cake I ever had. My wee sister made it for me. Got some um, can of sugar off Willy Wonka, mm. and it was mad. Like, and then my wee what sugar? Can of sugar. So it's like really strong. Like candorel sugar, you know. So my wee sister came over on holiday right. and she's like a master baker. So she uh, says, use this sugar instead, you're with me. Right. So she used it, you know what she made me? A Guinness cake. You ever heard of Guinness cake? No. no. Stunning, bro. Made from Guinness? No, and of sugar? She, no, she puts a wee, yeah, but it, well, you don't have to add I can imagine sugar. you doing a wee dancer in it. Oh, it's can of sugar. It's yes. Yeah, it's can of sugar, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. Right. So, just shorten it for you. But anyway, my wife just makes, makes this cake, Guinness cake. She puts a bit of Guinness in the actual cake. It's like a chocolate Guinness cake. And then she makes this like a, like a, like a cheese cream, you know, top. So it looks like a pint of Guinness, you know, the black Class. cake. And then the Class. girl fucked me up too. It was real good. Do, <laughs> do, you, do you... I don't think Guinness would sponsor that. Yeah, they should. <laughs> yeah. Do you take in... So we're t- I was talking to Patty about, I was at the show on Friday, and I said, did you like take it in at the time? Because I want to, I don't, if I do a, a big show or like have a great show, it takes a day or two for me to ref- to go, what, to really process how it went. Because at the time, I come off and I'm just like totally calm, very chilled, and then sometimes on the way home I'll go, flip, that was unbelievable. But I have to really think back on it, if that makes sense. At the time, I don't fully appreciate the scale sometimes of what I'm doing or how good a show it was. Do you, are you someone who after a class show, you still have that adrenaline after the show's over? Yeah, I'm a bit of a weirdo. Like I sort of know like mid-show even, you know, mid-performance, like if it's going well or not. Do you know what I mean? If I'm like in the zone, and I'm just going nuts in the crowd or loving it and all. Then I'm just thinking, ah, oh, this is sick. And then I'd know straight away that was a sick show. And then the same, same if I'm performing, I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is terrible. I'd done a show there, I'd done a show there a few weeks ago and I just couldn't fucking wait for it to finish. Right. You with me? It was just melting me. See, see sometimes me? it can't be just like work. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, the kind of advantage I feel we have over music when it's, when it's going bad is we can pivot and do anything else. As in, you can change your style. You you know, if you're like the, you know, you're telling a story and they don't have the attention span, you can go back to quick short bits. I can do crowd work, I can do, but I feel like when you're doing music, especially if you have other artists on stage with you, or you're in a band, you can't, you've got a set list. Yeah, of course. You're stuck in it. it. Yeah, yeah. No, it is true. But it is good to improvise too, you know, like sometimes if I'd get on stage and I'm thinking, oh, it's not going down well, this or something, I might cut a couple of tracks and then say like, or switch them around and say like, okay, put this one on now, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that yeah, type yeah. Of shit, you know? Or even just cut it to like an acapella. Sometimes try and like, you know, scare them a bit and they'll, you know, <laughs> screaming at them. I was actually, I was playing actually, I was born in Belfast on the way home. We, the cops came flying up the road and I said they're going to stop me and I had Podrick and Evie in the back 
And I says, we see, and I stuck it on. And I had a full blast. And we see the stab me. It's just going to hear, I was born at Belfast. <laughs> you know? And then the cops just would drive me and on up. Maybe I was like, ah, gee. Ah, gee. Did you know that, um, have you seen that blue lights? Yeah, we were just talking about it earlier on. I've, I'm only about three episodes into it. Well, I watched it all. The reason I watched it all is because um, the, the, this woman was emailing me for about four months. To see if they could use your... To see if I could use my track, but I just ignored them. I'm a terrible man well, for ignoring people. But so would you I not want them to? No, so listen, I ignored them and ignored them and ignored them. And they kept uh, messaging me. Like, so then I eventually started speaking to this woman. She was a lovely woman. I know who it went, is. Went and met her. Lovely woman. And Dan was chatting away. And they said, we really want to... No, I just mean... What are you... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> just in the sense, a lovely woman. No, I meant she was a lovely woman. Like, <laughs> real she good heart. She's pleasant. Then she'll be pictures on Lovely woman. Listen to you. I've got a girlfriend. I know, so do you. I'm a wife. <laughs> <laughs> so you window shopping. You didn't say anything. You were just like, she's no, a lovely woman. I just, it's like me and you sitting there. I know for a fact if me and you were sitting there and a girl walked past in a bikini and we were in a bathroom, you would go to me, she's a lovely woman. And I would go, oh, on. Listen, you've done that like baby, you'd be doing that every two seconds. There's <laughs> a loads of lovely women. <laughs> oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait to go over excited. and show my wife all the lovely women in the beef. Oh and there's another lovely woman, look. Patty with the dark sunglasses on. That's the secret to it. Oh wow. Dark sunglasses, I can't see what way your eyes is going. So <laughs> she's over there, you can look at her, but you can still be looking at her. But your head's still uh, Make sure she can't see through them. Right. Right, so listen. She, I didn't, your woman was a lovely woman, yes. sorry, right? They I mean, want to use your track. They wanted to use the track, but then when, by the time I got back to them, they said, we've already finished the first season. So talking about using it for season two, they were going to use, you know, when they were going to use it, um, they're going to use it with me and one, or kicking a door in and flat. That's what I was thinking, but they said they're going to have it when they pulled up to threaten someone at a petrol station or something, they were going to have Born in Belfast playing out the car. I was actually going to walk out at one time. I was going to send you a message. So was Shane, what? Yeah. well, you both couldn't have done it the same night or you screwed up. Was this no. at the boxing match? No, no you were going to do it for I gig. I was going to use it as a gig, like coming oh, out. I, I was going to use it coming out of the water. I, I hate that I couldn't use it. Tell me I'll do it live for you, I couldn't use it at a gig. What's happening? I couldn't use it at a gig. You heard us here. He's going to do it live next gig. I was going to do it live at the boxing for you. SSE. Yeah, man. Fuck me. I'm telling you. I'm, That'll be a, that's unbelievable. The crowd. That's unbelievable. I, I, it fucks me because I, I, you'd have to do Born in Hollywood. I, uh, <laughs> I was born in Hollywood. He <laughs> made me for the boxing. Um, Simple Mains, Belfast Child. Oh, yes. And then it goes into Warrior, like a rave track. But it, it, the same idea, and I was like, like I was born in Belfast would have the same effect because oh. I'm so Belfast, do you know what I mean? It's just like the first always, line of it. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't just want your music used in season two. Of blue lights, I want us to be in. I want to blue, be lights. In blue lights. I want to be in it so bad. And but they didn't ask me to for the what first What if season. we're in Divis Flats making a Guinness cake with can of sugar? <gasps> yes. We were talking about lovely ladies. Yes. Right. And then they kicked the door in because I was selling magnets. Yep. And he was selling DVDs on Genghis Khan. Right? I know where we escaped to. Where do we escape and to? And you were making a tunnel. You were making oh, a tunnel till the Bob Marl show. We get out the tunnels. And then we end up the we'll Bob Marl show. End, and then the same as End the season two. We'll come up a tunnel. Nathan Carter on stage doing Wagon Wheel. Hugo Duncan's on stage you with him. You take the mic off him. And you start doing I Was Born in Belfast. Yeah. Live at the Bob Marl show. And all the culties oh. are taking their, their brown boots off and putting Nick Max on. Because, yeah. wasn't it? 
at season two. I want to be. In it. I want the three of us to be in it. Genuinely, I want us to be in. I know. I would like to be in it. I loved your uh, Belfast Blues as well. Do you know Bell, the mad thing about that when we that made that? Amazing. Like, P- thank you. It was, it was well really before people thought we, we made that after. People think we parodied. You, don't but tell me this didn't parry. They Ours came out about four you. years ago. So blue years. lights parried you then. <laughs> That's what they're saying. We're not saying I know. And the only way to resolve it is get us in season two. <laughs> dead. Whoa. Yeah. I liked I liked blue lights. Like, did you what did you? I did. I, yeah. I, what I liked about it was some of the characters had real depth to them. Like Marty McCann's character. Like Marty. Uh, which one's Marty? Marty, Marty uh, plays like. The policeman, the old policeman. No, no, no he's he great, great too. Yeah, Richard Dolan, yeah. he's Game of Thrones. Marty's Marty with the English, English woman, woman with blonde, the lovely lady with blonde. Oh, why wow, the English yes. woman who saves the day? The he's with her. He's with her. He's with her. Marty's right. character, we haven't yes. seen fully what the crack is with him. Yeah, there's a lot more story to him. Marty's the best actor. In that. I thought he was brilliant. Uh, I thought he was do brilliant. you know who's unbelievable in it? Paddy Jenkins plays Happy. The wee man who's yes, Happy was Happy was brilliant. Paddy Jenkins. Be sure he won the Oscar. That's right. See, see, um, I was doing Pamela Ballantyne and he came in and I was Pardon? like, I was doing, the, <laughs> she's a lovely lady. <laughs> you're you're on the show. Pamela, Pamela, Pamela. <laughs> are you okay, man? <laughs> Get dark glasses on here. Don't see it. Here, stick them on. <laughs> That's the end of the Blue Lake season two. <laughs> Just me and Baby Pamela Ballantyne. Oh, they've caught me, Pamela. They've caught me. <laughs> Julian Simmons comes in and goes, I've got you now. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was on Pamela Ballantyne's show, and Paddy Jenkins was on it. Yep. And he was telling me he couldn't go to the Oscars because he was doing the Hole in the Wall Gang tour in Straban. No. Now, can you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine, right, you've won, what's the biggest music award you can win? Grammy. A Grammy, right? But you had a show. Sorry, I, I have no You're background right, in music. I don't know why I said that. I don't. I don't follow the system. But you know what I mean. Grammy, then, right? So yeah. say it's the biggest accolade you could get in your thing, right? A mobo. Yeah, a mobo, right? And fucking. You're told you can't go because you've a show booked in in Straban for a hundred people. Uh, I'm just Straban. No, but you know what I mean. Well, Polly Jenkins done the exact same. He Legend. he didn't go and done the Oscar. He went and done Straban. Proud of him. Proud of him. But if I'm Tim at the same time, I go, Paddy, take a night off. Away you go. They were like, it's a council run thing. <laughs> yeah. You have to do it. Hey. Like, that's what he was told. I hey, was like, I've been there. Do you know what? A council run venue. I've uncles that can get them close for the night. <laughs> <laughs> what about the council run venue I did who went when when we were doing like outdoor shows, doing outdoor tours just after we were like, the restrictions were lifted, able to do shows again? The whole tour was 20 minute support act, 15 minute break, I do 50 minutes. That's what it was billed as, everyone knew it as. Show up to the only council run venue on the tour, they go, so uh, this is a two hour show. I said, it is not a two, two and a half hour show. I said, it isn't, they went, everyone is expecting this. I went, it doesn't say anywhere, it's two and a half hours. And I phone people we know and go, um, I, yeah. yeah. Who, who do all my promotion work I said <laughs> I don't have this amount of material I only have one support act uh, Willie was there and we had to phone any act that was in like a five mile radius Jordan Robinson who's a stand up mate of ours you did me didn't you yes yes you were phoned Shh. Jordy had to leave a trolley in Tesco's 
and Tesco's Newton Breda and drive Whoa. over and do a set. Fair play. Because they say, season two blue lights, just Jordy leaving the trolley. Yes. Tesco's. That's all <laughs> that happened, just slow trolley moving across yeah. the thing. And it crashes yeah. into a thing of Rice Krispies. Yeah. <laughs> I picture it all. Oh, I want us to be in it so bad. We'd be, I, no, we'd be unbelievable really on it. I'm not joking. I would like to be on it. You know, I, I say, I always what wanted... What part would you play? Well, I always wanted... The first time I thought I wanted to be an actor was shameless because I lived in Manchester and that was filmed on my estate. It's filmed in Borden. You really could have been in that film. And I Christmas always thought, and I, exactly, the Irish family, and I was thinking I'd be the cousin from Belfast or you something, you with me? Yes. But I mean, in Blue Lights, I don't know. I, I like Blue Lights. It's like, you know what it reminded me of? It was like the police perspective of like Love Hate. Remember Love Hate? Yeah, yeah. Love I was, Hate was I'm, I'm watching that again. That's the best. John Connors is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, who's that, Nidge? No, not he is. But uh, is you're talking sick. about uh, John Connors is a Miss traveler. He's a, an actor. Oh, of course, so he's, he's the pipe the maker. Oh, yes. yes, yes, he's the pipe bomb maker. John Peter Coonan, the guy with the tooth. Yeah, like, uh, that's love. Hate is so good because I'm aware everyone has teeth. Um, but he he has a tooth that he you did say Abraham Lincoln out. had wooden teeth a minute ago. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> can, I just, can I just remember people that you said that? I'm I'm watching it again. It, love hate is that good because it's so well cast yeah you believe sick. everyone in it and everyone. that if i'm watching something and it's like from dublin or from here if one accent's out of place that does yes. get in my head where i, I go i thought that were blue lights i thought there was uh, most of the cast i was happy with you yeah. know like most of them i thought they were all really well done you know for me I mean? it just takes and that it shouldn't annoy me but i go if i can't believe you in a role yeah i struggle then to get the whole thing yeah but i always felt that with um in love hate too the member John boy mm. his accent slightly threw me off Ian Gill because he's yeah. yeah yes it's like like he would go like come on now what about you or something yeah, yeah, I think yeah. like oh, I don't know it was a bit yes. like you know what I mean and Ian Gill same... didn't he play Queer as Folk pardon Queer as Folk yes <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, he, that's how he started then he was yeah. in Game of Thrones and loads yeah, of stuff yeah. I hated him in Game of Thrones like, oh, him that's Little Finger he's fucking Little Paddy. Finger he stole Paddy's nickname yeah. no way why didn't the sus that obviously he's fucking Little Finger I think so, if you don't blue lights you should play a pastor I would love to see you playing a pastor a street pastor no no like a, a pastor of like a like a, of a like Pentecostal a church. church or something yeah but why because there is no Pentecostal churches in blue lights no, but there can be. Why? And then what happens? But you could be like running a racket. Do you know what I mean? So you live like a double life. So you're rubbing, I think it'd be a great character. Out of thing. the tabernacle or something? Yeah. And if you shoot you. I could be Pastor McConnell's son or something like that. <laughs> Did you, see you, know see I mean? you doing a few, like. See you doing a few raps on stage, like as a yeah. thing, and then they're in. And you're a rapping pastor? I think it'd be great. And then he's also affiliated with the crime family. Yeah. From smuggling in the drugs into the church. And I play like, I'm like one of the An church. altar boy? Yes, I'm the old altar boy. I'm like the oldest altar boy And they're like, Belfast. There's no way he should still be doing this. I don't think Pentecostal churches have altar boys, but we can definitely This one happen. does, and yes. under my cloak, Is the or gear. like my cape or whatever, I have a cape? gear. I have an all-round cape, and I've got gear in it. Right. And then I bring it outside. If you ever, him. if you ever smuggled gear into a concert or anything, look at me. You wouldn't do it. You I smuggled hummus you, in there once. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it under a cape. Trust me. Well, it could be a, quite a good disguise. People will be like, "There's no way he's got a cape. He he done that gear." What do you mean up yours? Well, back in the day when you took ease, it was under your foreskin. Well, then I'm fucked. Yeah. 
<laughs> she ain't got one. Okay. You were no good in a rave. It wouldn't make me reconsider it, but I'm glad I don't have it. But you would really put it in foreskin. Or under a coin ring. Used to, oh, definitely do it under the coin ring then. Yeah. If so it's an option there. between those two, Paddy, go under the coin ring. <laughs> but I was like, no, well, I don't really like wearing coin rings. <laughs> but one of my mates had hey, to put it in. Yeah. How big's your foreskin? Well, it's like a rucksack. <laughs> how many were you? How many were you expected to get in? I never done this. I'm only telling you what was done. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. I took them before I went in. <laughs> I remember an energy 106 disco. Someone bringing in Malibu, and that was mad though. Yeah. Oh, they were. They were the head cases. Oh, wow. Where was this energy 106? The non Yeah. No, that was definitely the <laughs> maddest thing that happened. There. One of the best nights of my life. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Was, was it the smuggled disco? in the, the Malibu? Might have been. Did you smuggle it in the shampoo bottle? I got suspect if I show up and go, all right, just walking in with a bit of head and shoulders. Sh- <laughs> brought Faga into school in a, in, a, in a shampoo bottle. Right. And they were sick. Not because of the Faga, because it was mixed with fucking shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone no more Pond here. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blown bubbles. I've never even, even like bringing drink to a wedding. At the bottom, you know, smuggling. I, I would get like, I'd get flustered about that. Like, Is it a, do Protestants do that too? I'm not Protestant yet, so I don't know. William, I'm no, I'm of no Did religion. Did you smuggle drink to my brother's wedding? <laughs> Did you? What kind of drink? Alcoholic. Aye, but stop turning around. Not like a wee weird. Oh, you know. Did you have a hip flask? I. In his foreskin. I didn't, but someone did. <laughs> and did you drink from it? Yeah. Was Willie drunk at your brother's wedding? Blacked. That's disrespectful, isn't it? It was just at one one stage, like, and I wasn't drinking because I'm running after my kids all night, so I was melted by about half a lamb. And uh, I seen him. I've got sent videos of you by the band. <laughs> and I sent a video, like a picture of him getting the picture taken. He has a, you have a tongue like a dick. Pardon? He has a tongue like a, a dick. Like a, I swear <laughs> to God, I'll, I'll show you the picture. It looks like a wee knob coming out of your mouth. To be fair, that might have been. <laughs> but, and, then, and then I was like, whoa, what happened to William? Oh, he stayed. And the hotel was how many minutes away from your house? Last minute, booked a room, that con. That's a long website URL. <laughs> <laughs> so, taxi? Or a hundred? What's the spend? I think it was about 120. No bother to him, man. He just bought a £75 t-shirt there. Is that right? Yeah. He must come in the Who off? Huh? Who did he buy the t-shirt off? He got somewhere in Belfast, didn't he? Susumi? Susumi? Is that the one? No, he's making a joke. Anyway... What was what was your most recent extravagant purchase or something you went I you, something you treated yourself to windows huh ten grand on windows for a house being serious huh did you get antivirus free with no uh, ten grand on windows mm-hmm. double glaze mm-hmm. thing in the middle you can go up and down no no not a size window no you wouldn't no um. <laughs> He done that to tee up that joke. <laughs> Ten. Ten grand on windows. Yeah. And that's a treat. That was a treat, though. But like I mean for your show. You got a nice jacket for your show. Yeah. On the day of the show. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love getting something on the day of a show for the show. I got the day before, but That's okay. We'll say it's a day just for this. Any you treat yourself to anything nice recently? What a barista bar there. Very expensive. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you mean, like the like the the button machine? No, uh, no, not the machine. I wish I got the machine. Just the coffee. All oh, right. Nice big, large. You know, two flat whites in the one. You oh. know. Now we think we talked about this before. See if you get a regular americano with that, you can get a large and do a small cup. Yeah, standard, bro. Obvious. Yeah. See when you I do that, done, the adrenaline I rush work, I get would I terrify. Work, I worked on yeah. the set in the town, the student accommodation, right? And if you bought ten coffees, you get a free one. Yeah, yeah. I bought a stamp. Yeah, you're a G. I sent away for the stamp. Love it, bro. And every day I came in, and the guy was like, "How do you have so many?" I says, "Mate, I drive everybody into work every morning. All my men work, and that's it." So I got a, and he was like, "Right." I had free coffee for a year and a half. Right, right. Yeah. Cost me a fiver from Etsy or something. Yep. Stamp. I, I love that because no one's losing. Sparring, going to miss it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it cost them as twelve p for a cup of coffee, so it was I was stealing twelve p off them. Yeah. And you're not stealing it either. You know what I mean? It's like losing yeah. your head. Exactly. I love it. Listen, listen. I'm not only Fick that. They want, they want the wee card with ten stamps on it. Yeah. yeah. So they don't care how you've got that yeah. card yeah, yeah, with ten yeah. stamps. They just want that card with ten stamps. It was yeah. near enough going to have to start ordering cards. Yeah. Because then somebody Sick. clicked on that I done that and was like. I ain't gonna tell them unless you get me a coffee too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I stroked a fish pen out of the aquarium on a school trip and cried on the way home. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like not like full tears, just like Sinead O'Connor. And my person done it in Cafe Nero years ago. Leaned over and robbed the, the stamp pen. That's a wee. Yeah. That's different. That's the wee. That's a level up from him yeah. to take it from the shop. He, from the shop. Yeah. he had the decency to go on Etsy and buy. Yeah. It. No, yeah. he took it from the shop. That's what he did. Bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the whole thing that kicks it off. His mate steals the stamp in Cafe Nero, and then they investigate us, and then that's how the, this whole thing unfolds. We just works. wrote the second. Yeah, I was with a fella there. All right. I I was not incriminated in any way, just for anyone to know. But <laughs> we're in we're in the, we're going to, and this is years and years ago because I've made a pact now I'd never go to McDonald's ever again. You know, for like coffees or anything. Hate mm. McDonald's. Hate it. But in Manchester, who we, did you make the pact with? My wee daughter, but she broke it. She right. broke She's like, <laughs> Daddy, I swear I'll never eat a McDonald's I, I, again. No, 9 o'clock at night, 12 nuggets. Daddy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I stuck to it, mate. I just eat it five guys, mate, you know? Yeah. Right. And, um, but anyway, we used to go to McDonald's all the time for coffees. And I says, um, I heard that the police, they get their coffees for free, you know, in Mantra uh-huh. from McDonald's. And then we pulled in, the police would always be around McDonald's and then we pulled in and um, there was the police, you know, right in front of us in the drive-thru. So my mate winds the window down and listens and the policeman in front then goes, yes, um, we'll have our two lattes and two caramel lattes, please, and that, like that. And the woman goes, yes, okay, officers, now come on round now. So then my mate winks like that and then we get to the to the thing, you know, and he goes, oh, same as my colleagues in front, <laughs> right? And she goes, okay, no worries. So he drives round, you know, and I was then, like you said, I started thinking, hold on, this could go wrong here. <laughs> you know, if they say they were views behind us, no, I think we'd get arrested here, you know, personating an officer, you know, for a coffee, you know, so I was thinking, oh, shit. So then next thing... I love the the court, next, front. next thing, anyway, they pass it in, you know, and, and then they look at us, you know, so I've sat there with a the seatbelt on, so I look at the, you know, the McDonald's worker, yeah. 
And they looks at us and I go, like, God, Roger's 61936, you know, thank you, you know, like that. And then she was looking, you know, I said, yeah, for fuck's sake. Why is this guy talking into a seatbelt? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just give them the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making yeah. it look out like it was a uh, walking talking. John just out the window going, na na. <laughs> I said, come on, we've got to go away. We've got it, we've it's got it, two, two, nine, one. What the. <laughs> You're saying like about that that was in Manchester like at the McDonald's, the police were around. See, did you what was the do you, what was the wildest moment you ever witnessed at like a rap event? Like in Manchester? Like were you ever on stage and there was like a raid or like something kicked off? Was there a moment you've been scared on yeah, stage? Yeah, I was talking about it the other night with my mate. I laughed yesterday on the phone to my mate that says, Can you remember Joshua Brooks? And he was a big fat rapper called Analyst. He was a maniac, he was. He was like a proper alcoholic, you know, terrible, like big massive fella and he loved like um, crazy rap, you know. He would just think of the most wildest shit to, you know, like shock people. There was this fella and he was just listening to him rapping. <laughs> he just walked on and just knocked him clean out while he was rapping at the event. Based on something he'd said? I don't know, if you know what it was. I think, he, I think he had said something outside to someone else or something. The guy was like a, a raving alcoholic, like you with me, but he was like a big, like, he was actually a good rapper too, believe it or not. You know, he was actually good, but he was on stage rapping and the big fella just comes over, dinked him one time, you know. Um, I'll tell you another one. I went to, this is a funny one, I went to um, Blackpool. And it was just me and my mate, and they asked me to perform, and I was there rapping. And next thing, this big fella came in, and there was, wasn't many at it, it was about 50 people at it. And there was this fella at the back, and he kept on like heckling me and all, you know, and like like mocking me and shit, you with me, rapping, you know, and like shouting, you with me? It was like putting me off. So I looked at him and all, and I says, um, You may be quiet and all, you, and, you know, or I won't be rapping, we'll be fighting, so I'll be watching me fighting, you know, instead of rapping. And then like, he came right over to me, you know, and he was like, what? No. And then I started rapping and I like put my face into his, you know, Jesus while I was Christ. rapping. And I was like getting angry and he kept on saying stuff. So I finished my set. And as soon as I finished the set, he came over to me. But I thought he was going to attack me. So I just bothered him with me and he dropped me. Like, and then I walks over and says, man, I think it's going to be, there's like, there's a load of them there. And this is in a different city and shit, you with me? So I says to the bar lady, gives two bottles of Wicked there, you with me? So I had two bottles, this thing is gonna go off in here. And next thing the big fella comes over and goes, did you just hit one of my workers? No, I heard you just punched one of my workers. I said, didn't punch nobody. I says, I had butted a fella, like, you know, he came up into my face. I says, he came up into my face, I thought he was gonna attack me. Like, oh, that's dead on, I thought you punched him. I, says, I, says, I thought you punched him, mate, that's 100%. Yeah, so anyway, my mates were with me too. So it was like there was I was there with two mates, and there was about fucking twenty of these lads, and they were all there shouting at us in Blackpool and all you with me. And there was loads of fights like that I'd seen over. And like, did you just want the did you, were the wickets just to calm you down? No, they were in case they wrap them around their heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. telling you. you well, in case know. he knocked somebody else, so he was going to wake them up with the wicket, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you have to protect yourself too yeah, in them yeah, environment. Yeah. You with me in a different yeah. city as well. You it's ever like punched anybody in the gig? Huh? <laughs> Have you? No, I think I, I told someone to shush once. I I punched anybody at a gig. Yeah. You definitely would have heard if I punched someone at a gig you'd have heard about it. Yeah. No. I had to do it in Castlewell. There was a what was a guy shouting was it he Shoot. He thought someone was very literal, you were saying, is that it? And he he was like, You're talking you know, he was hiding behind the seat going, Oh your man I don't know all that there. And I'm going, I don't fucking see this, this isn't primary school. And then he says, uh, he stood up, here's me, 
Oh, your man. I says, oh, you're man. I mean, I'm actually going to tell her about you tonight when I'm hanging her, right? Or something yeah, like that. And yeah. he was like, what don't you talk about my man? Oh, I was like, why are you going to do about it? I mean, don't let the mic fool you. And he, he actually jumped on stage with me. So no, what are you going to do? Yeah, did you clap him then? Yeah. So he, he was just, and, but everybody was like, I can't believe the gig's still happening. And I was Fair like, play, did you? so did you crack him and then carry on with your set? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Did you catch him nice? I mean, he was midder. <sighs> right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was never going to end well yeah. for you if you jump yes. into something that's physically sitting like that. Yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be sore. I didn't even have to swing it. I just held it up. <laughs> yeah. He jumped into it. Yeah. And the bouncer was like, what do you want me to do? He me do whatever you want. Just yeah, hold yeah. him until I finish this. And then, so he was like, I want to feed you and all. He's like, no problem. Once I come off. And then uh, I went down and we were all outside the bar. But he was that drunk. I was going to bouncer. Like, there's no yeah. there's no point even fading this guy. But I'll be, I'm not going to lap it. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. But he run at me and know the concrete bollards. Yeah. He run into that and went oh, flying. I ended up running them home. I felt sorry for him. <laughs> and then when I got him home, There's he jumped out and it was like a farm. He got out and he was like, Come on! He was shouting the brothers' names and all. Sleepover! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I've got a long strand! Come on! Do you want to play my Atari? Two runs here, Mum! <laughs> cool running. Adam went in. We'll tell Cool Adam went in. Adam went in. Cool running. Adam went in. That was a good night back in the day. Oh, what? When you stay in your mate's house, got to watch a video. He, he got Night of Living Dead and we got gob, you know, the big fairy gob stabbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, I remember that. Remember him? Yeah. A sleepover with, with movies was good, like. Yeah. You'd have to be careful with the stand-up comedy, wouldn't you? Like, the, you know, the mocking the people and that. Like, I could imagine. <laughs> Has anything happened to you like Nothing that? Nothing I think being... you don't really mock people, but you do tell them to be quiet or something. You, you know, know where the line is? I've never been... Worried someone's going to jump Are you up. laughing because of... You oh. said you don't mock people? Paddy <laughs> right. just says he doesn't right. mock right. people. Right, right, right. Paddy, because you mock people, look at your calf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's my mate. Yeah. Well, in fairness, in the SSE the other night, there was a guy shouting out, and with the lights he couldn't see, so I started shouting at him and slabbering. And then the light went on, he was in a wheelchair. And then I went, well, I've already started slavering at him. Yeah. And he's been, so I was like, listen, your mates will get fucked out and through it, you'll get pushed out. <laughs> get and everybody pushed. laughed. And then he went, it wasn't me, it was him. And then I looked at the guy next to him and he was like, that. Oh, and I was like, no. right, okay, me sorry about that. What's your name? He says, Chris. And me sorry, Chris. And then your man started. And I went, listen, Chris isn't even in a wheelchair. He only has it because he's got an audio he has to keep. I says, but I'll get him to get out of that chair and fuck with you. So that was, that but was also, you were like, because I've started. He the, he would appreciate that more. Yeah. Loved it. That you did interact with him Loved instead of going, oh, yeah. well, better not. Yeah. You know. Loved it. Paddy, pu Paddy pushed him into the lagging after it, which was sly. <laughs> <laughs> pushed him around to Mars from next year. Me and Chris collecting a lot of money for charity. Um, for the Willie Thompson Foundation. What date's your next SSE? November? September. September. The 8th, I think. Yeah. And I've got the Millennium Forum on the 4th. And I've loads of t-shirts left. <laughs> what does your t-shirt say? Um, I've seen the dagger. I've seen the dagger. And the other one is Paddy the dagger, just So it's plenty and all sizes. Paddy has a tattoo on his dick. Huh? <laughs> Paddy has a tattoo on his dick. Of a dagger. So that's why I'm called Paddy the dagger. Oh, Legitimately on his dick. <laughs> Do you know who else had a mark on their penis? Who? Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> And Alexander the Great. I think you might think we're joking, but Paddy has a full tattoo on his dick of a dagger, and that's why Paddy's nickname is Paddy the Dagger. And you might be the only man in Northern Ireland that has I, not seen it. I can see, I can see 
John's new track. Dagger Dick? About Dagger Dick. I yeah. can see it coming now. Yeah. You don't want to get stabbed. Dagger Dick, eh? And then what, when the guitar then turns into a big sword? <laughs> well, that's she to say now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Only when I see lovely ladies. <laughs> I like a bit of sword swallowing. Um, Whoa. Um, and that's part of season two of, it's of Blue Lights. Blue Lights too. Right, well, we're going to be in it, we've decided. I definitely do want to be in season two of Blue Lights. Like. Yes, remember we were talking about when you when you want to make a freestyle and you were on the pod before and you just went to your mate's house and you basically told him, we're producing this tonight, yes. this is going out tonight, and yes. he had no option. We find out where the production uh, office is for, and you just, you just tell them we're in it. Of course. Just walk in and just go, listen, move. We're filming this There's tonight. There's actually no reason why they would say no. You know what I mean? Well, like you said, well, you know right. I mean? after this episode, there is. <laughs> there is. There is. But Declan Noll writes it, by the way. Yes, Declan Adam writes it. Yes. Well, so, do you know the fellow who writes Blue Lights? Yes, we'll give you so his we'll address. Go to him. Yeah. No, okay. yes, we're going after this. No, but well, we'll grab him and put him on the spot and just say, listen. You know that scene from that movie? And your mom, Ben Affleck, walks into that actor and he goes, I'm going to ask you to get in the car with me and we're going to go and fuck up some shit. And you can't ask any questions. Mm -hmm. And he goes, whose car we're going in? That's this. I would yes. like to do an addition. Like, I might go and say to him, do you want to just pretend? Do you want me to go with you when you are? Yes, and I'll just no, say me and Paddy will act we look intimidation? Would we turn up at his house and go, listen. Yes. We're in, blue lights. You look like, a, we're not you look like a Buddhist we're monk on holiday. A Buddhist monk on holiday? Yes, with that hood. <laughs> and the with a ginger beard. <laughs> I think we could. I think if we go and put it on him, yeah. in a gangster style way and then afterwards say <laughs> I'll eat and then afterwards say that's just to show you yes. to show you the character yes. I could play yes like Tiger I'm not, I'm not fake Tiger kidnapping and then we'll say ah! this isn't legit this is just showing you what we're capable yes. of and I'll say we've taken a finger off and then yes. we're like ah it's only bad we we'll reattach I'll say him, obviously yeah. we we'll can't play the police we're not going to be wanting police characters what, no. if they, what if they offered you to be a policeman I don't think I could do it. He like, couldn't put the like uniform on. He couldn't put it on. The only time I've ever done it was when I yeah. was talking <laughs> to Mrs. I said it was about to say, like, you've played it for a coffee, so you exactly. could play it for money. Like, it's not... I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't be believable. I'd be like... Oh, but what if I'm you were busy. a rogue, rogue officer? Could you do that? I like an undercover. But no, see, this is the thing. I'll tell you the truth, right? When I watched Blue Lights at first, my girlfriend told me to watch, and I was thinking... I don't like these police shows and all they're sick. What is it? Northern Ireland Bill, you with me? The Bill in Northern mm -hmm. Ireland. And it was annoying me and the English woman there coming to save the day and all and it was winding me up. But the thing I liked the most about it was is it did show like police corruption and all in oh. it too. And and like um the old policeman he grabs a wee fellow who has a ten bag of weed and he goes, Ah, let leave him alone. No, oh, it's just a fucking ten bag. I like that we part in it and all like the one in real life about a ten bag now. <laughs> just, in, just in, a ten in bag. real life, like uh, that they, they're like the police posted up on fucking Facebook and all. We've done a drug bust and there is a wee ten bag and all. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've, yeah. We've got two million of drugs literally <laughs> on the new Lodge Road. <laughs> You're going foxy. I get that. Suspect scene fleeing the Balmoral show. Uh, Where are they? Yeah, so I liked it like because it didn't glamorize them either. You yeah. with me? It sort of showed, showed the flaws. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. showed the flaws in the system. You with yeah, me? So yeah. I liked that too. So oh, yeah. there was corrupt at the top. Yes, no, I'll get that. Yeah. So I would be in it, like, you know, like you said, we could it's be. It's Dundee. Just not a peeler. It's a Dundee. What would you look a wee bit like a peeler, though? He does look like a peeler. He does. <laughs> you definitely he does. do, bro. But one who doesn't want to get out of the car. I just showed from a window. Don't be yes. at that now. No, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I avoid I, it all. Now, Andy Osho was very good in her part in Blue Lights. Yes. But I could see you being the guy that you came in 
and you just sit and, and you judging people. You yeah. know, even by the stuff that they put out, you know, like the start up. I sent you. And you're like, I sent you. Yeah, straight away. Like straight away. Like, where'd you get like, that? Where'd you get that tracksuit? Shoesel. McDonald's. You know, <laughs> ah, like yes. that. I could see you doing you that. Could be the, you could be the new recruit of the police, and then we know where you live, and we come to you and say, listen to this. You tell us everything that's happening here, and on your wee bit shook. No, no, yeah, you think I'm shook? It, it was my plan all along. Oh, right, so you planned it. You see, he can never be, he has to be on top. You were getting the coffee on the top. You were getting the coffee at McDonald's. <laughs> I overhear you. Yeah. And tout on us. They're not really. And I go, men. no, no, I overhear you, and I go, ah, oh, just, oh, I go to the counter, go, I'll just read you out my address here. I'm a peeler. And then you, you, you can't believe you're lucky, write it down. You arrive at my house, but I was really expecting you. Because I, I have custard creams out. <laughs> for a month mm. and I go and you buy us over mm-hmm. <laughs> and we become touch would you be a touch Joe? no I couldn't be I couldn't even play a touch <laughs> <laughs> I, I could <laughs> yeah, my area has a lot of touch <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind playing the fellow who shoots the touch <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. I? You know, I could say, "Come it's on, have <laughs> you said your prayers? You remember? Have you wrote your letters?" Do me a favour. Don't look at me when you're saying that, even as a joke. <laughs> Lads, uh, thank you very much for coming on your podcast, Just Slabber. Yes. Uh, how many episodes you've got? Loads. Twelve episodes now. done. I've, so, okay. I've done it. It's brilliant. Yeah, um, you're doing loads more. Yeah. Of those people, just if they want to find that, just type Just Slabber on yeah. YouTube. Just John Sue, Just Slabber. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Uh, who's your next guest coming? Um, Cello from from Dublin. Dublin. Yeah, from Dragon. You told me that earlier. That yeah, but he's a good rapper. He's like a says he created a new genre, a Gaelic drill. So he combines like traditional Irish music with like drill music. You know, oh, I have to listen to that. Yeah, he's quite cool. Like Cello is, is it Cello? Only he takes the U T. It's like Cello tape. Right. Okay. So it sticks. Yeah, that was the name of his mixtape. Here, Cello tape. Man, there was a Cello tape. <laughs> Guys, More thank duct you. tape, man. Thank you for coming on. No, uh, gorilla. No. Gorilla tip. Yep. Doesn't work. Doesn't work? Duct tape. Duct tape? <laughs> Doesn't leave any marks. On that note, thank you for watching. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Patreon.com slash TV Podcast. Appreciate you coming on, lads. Really enjoyed that. Genghis Khan. If he was good, I, yeah. take it. if he's bad, take it out that I said. <laughs>